Hey, yo, we got a special episode this week. Um, we got the Pace and Power podcast with us. Um, what's up, guys? What's good, boys? What's going on? Lovely to be here. Um, we got we got Ed and we got Pat. Love to have you guys on. Hey, what's up, guys? Big pleasure. I, I mean, you said you said at the start, like, um, see if you recognized anything about the intro. Was it that nice little saxophone there? Because um, I couldn't recognize anything else. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I knew exactly what that was. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself. I knew straight away. <laughs> I could tell by the answer that was 4,000% sarcasm. And I was like, yes. <laughs> we had a friend um, of Carl's mix that for us. So like all the, all the horns and stuff, Carl's friend Ricky did. Yeah, yeah, but uh, we had to have some influence on that intro, so there you go. Of course, I can see that coming through, yeah, 100%. <laughs> we, this is a little bit interesting for us, so this is the first time we've had, I've done this with two guests, um, and they're on the other side of the pond. So, like, what time is it for you guys right now? Uh, getting towards seven o'clock in the evening. Yeah, it's almost two p.m. for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, like I gotta eat lunch soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's time. <laughs> Gotta say, yeah, as as commuting goes, this is a bit mad. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so so we 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 were gonna start recording like 45 minutes ago but then we spent like 45 minutes just talking and like getting to know each other um oh by the way finger guns i don't think i said that at the beginning and to fill you guys in every time we record for about a year carl just shoots finger guns at the camera and i don't know why we've all got stuff oh, like yeah. that <laughs> yeah we do that i mean we at the end of our podcast i don't know why but every single episode we all just make a stupid noise right at the very end of the recording and um i don't think anyone ever listens to the very very end of the podcast but if you do you'll hear a really really stupid noise every single time I didn't, I, didn't even, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that was part of the recording <laughs> <laughs> news, news to me <laughs> that's funny as hell Oh my god. Yeah, so what do we want to start with? Obviously we're here for the um the, the Liverpool is it is it Liverpool hosting Manchester United at the weekend? Yeah, let's 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 get things going with that. Um I'm not so you guys I understand it. You guys are one of you's a Liverpool fan and one of you's a a Manchester United fan, right? Yes. Yes. Little I'm podcast just, derby, yeah, nice. I'm just trying to <laughs> figure out Oh fuck! I have a baseball game during. Oh, the you're game. Gonna, are you gonna miss it? Oh man, I'm not missing this for the life of me. I'm really <laughs> hoping I pitch in game one or two of our series, so I can just like have this game going in my hand. <laughs> yeah, just put it in your glove. You'll be fine. You only need you only need one hand one hand to pitch really so you know you I, do have one spare. I pitched my first <laughs> inning in nine years a week and a half ago with my phone in my pocket. Oh man! 
Yeah. It's very American problems what I'm hearing right now, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> yes. This, very... this, this could not have been, like, be a feature of my life ever. Yeah, it's like me saying I've got, like, cricket at the weekend or something like that. <laughs> that yeah, sport I is never dope. Say I, have cricket. <laughs> I, I have to say. I have said I have cricket, but I had to go watch it, not play it. Oh, okay, gee, okay. Can <laughs> Camp counselors played cricket because they're all they were all from England. It was kind of cool. Got a bit of a reputation here, cricket. Got to say, um, it's uh, well, maybe this is me speaking, but I've I've always seen it as a very sort of posh sport. Mm, very fancy. yeah, sort of. But at the same token, like I'm just sort of like it. It's cool. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. very unique game. There aren't many. I don't like understand it. So. it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I found, I'm not sure. I don't know if you guys feel the same way about baseball, but um, I always found cricket was really, really fun if you were batting or bowling, which is 5% of the time, and then it's utter shit the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's the same thing baseball, with baseball, baseball, okay. baseball has a third position, though, that's fun. Kind of. Refer- referee? <laughs> Catcher, you're, oh, still, okay. you're involved in every play except for your knees don't work by the time you're like thirty. <laughs> my, my, my. I understand we're going on a crazy tangent here, but my um, my entire understand, <laughs> my entire understanding of baseball comes from one Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about any like the actual sport itself. My entire understanding of cricket comes from like some four-hour movie that I was supposed to watch for a class, and I didn't watch the first <laughs> half of it. <laughs> so four hours about a movie about cricket. What what fucking course was this? <laughs> yeah, only only four hours. Cricket takes like five days to play. <laughs> <laughs> it, I forgot what the class was called, but we watched a movie every week. Oh damn! That was like a good so that's meant to be like fun. That's meant to be like your downtime. As a treat, you get to watch a cricket movie. Oh no, the movie was actually like pretty good. The I story. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. Like, um, with that one dude who's like on the come up from. Uh, I, I don't India know, Carl. I, I think so, but I didn't watch the first half of the movie, so I don't know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay, so let's let's get back to to, to footy here. Uh, Carl, you're gonna lose this weekend. Yeah, um, I'm not even gonna argue. Like, uh, Liverpool, why Liverpool? would I? We lost our fucking away streak to Leicester. So considering that we're about to play Liverpool and we almost lost on the weekend, uh, yeah, and like, cool, we won, but like that first half was so abysmal. Like, it reminded me. Of Arsenal's first half of the season so far. Ooh, nice. Well, just their season so far. And then <laughs> fucking Bruh. Man, you's gonna get chat on though. I'm I'm saying it's probably not gonna look too hot. Uh sorry, Veron and Maguire. Uh wait. I don't even think Maguire's playing. I think Veran's out. Veran's out. Yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Veran's out. Um, but yeah. So with Veron out. Um, we have De Gea still in goal. It's De Gea's been playing well this season, but I I just don't see how Liverpool doesn't just break them down and score a few the way the way we've been playing. I don't see 
Liverpool scoring at least two. Yeah. I I uh I totally disagree with you guys based on really? Yeah, okay, hey, so so yeah, 100%. pure logic and, and reason dictates that this will be a comfortable Liverpool win. But um Fair. this is going to be a nil nil draw. Because uh, it's two big think, six teams. Ed, I hope you think the same you're thinking what I'm thinking because oh, well, so, no, if I could weigh in here, um Bear in mind, guys, we're talking about legacy on the line, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who's the best manager in the history of the the game. Legacy on the line. Okay, okay. Well, my my reasoning, I I didn't factor that in. Um, You're right. Uh, Oli Oli with his future on the line is like better than Ferguson ever was. That is is Um, fair. But my thinking was so. I don't know what this sort of thing is like in the US, but in the UK, Liverpool. Uh, United is one of the most hyped up games. Yeah. Uh, I'm well in the aware. Of, of yes. Canada, and it always disappoints. It always disappoints. Um, it's it's always like, compared to sort of the other <laughs> other big rivalries. <laughs> it seems to always like flatter to deceive when it comes to goals. Um, I where- I understand. I just don't think it's going to be a nil nil draw specifically because of the form that Mo is in. Mm, the best player in the world right now, which we have had several debates about recently. Yeah, um, I, who, who do you? I'm taking Benzema over Mo right now. I us. I think I think at the moment it's Mo. No, no, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the the eight game scoring streak, the the two ridiculous solo goals in the last two weeks, like those solo goals were absolutely. Are none some of the best of the season so far? Yeah, I think for me it's between three guys. I think it's Lewandowski, Benzema, and Salah. Okay, that's fair. Um, and because of my blind bias towards the Premier League, I would just say Salah because I think he's doing it at a a higher competitive level, like week in week out, um, for one of the best teams in the world. Where Benzema, I just don't think La Liga is as much of a test um, than the Premier League is. Completely agreed. I just saw him uh, in his Champions League uh, game, and I was very impressed. So I sort of had to give it to him. It, yeah, for me, they're definitely top two. But yeah, yeah. The, the, pre- the Premier League factor swings it a little bit for Salah. And also just Fair. like, I think this is the closest thing to watching like Messi in the world right now, even possibly more so than Messi. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, um, he's he's just got this inevit- crazy inevitability about him where you just think, like, there's a certain position that when he picks the ball up, you just think, this is a goal every time. Um, yep. And at the moment, it just seems to be. So I... I... that way when Lukaku first came. Sorry for interrupting you, Brian. But uh, I felt that way when Lukaku was there. But yeah. I find it funny that you say you just know, because right before we were recording, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw a meme that was like, Van Dyke just stands back there and puts his arms up when Mo gets the ball in a certain spot because he just knows. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> and it was two pictures of him with just with his arms up before Mo just broke people and scored. <laughs> it's interesting, Carl, that you said that about Lukaku, though. And I got that feeling, but I got that feeling for precisely one day when he was playing Arsenal. <laughs> then I was like, oh, no, he's, he's not actually that good. <laughs> Like I sort of got it like the first the first two games I got it. And then after that it was just like, okay, no. What am I seeing? No. Nope. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got a regular segment on our show called Stink Watch, where we just basically take the big players down a peg or two that aren't performing that well. Yeah. <laughs> somehow he's not been on that. I mean, I think Fred and Jacko have been on it like five times already. Yeah, Fred well, has argue- to be on it week in and week out. <laughs> so. we, we argued about... We might have to start doing that. <laughs> it's very fun. It's very fun. It's so fun. But we, we've had so awesome. many arguments about, about sort of... Because we have said specifically, it's got to be it's got to be great players you're doing this to. And then we have guys like Fred in there who yeah. wouldn't wouldn't start for teams in the championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you there. Oh I just don't understand what we do with Fred. But yeah, Fred's Fred. There. So talking about the um, the game of the weekend, do you guys know about the, like, the history of the game, about the history of the cities and all that? Not we could, too we could much. Carl, about that if you, if Carl's more not that of much. historian between the two of us, but no, not really. I don't it's really know about the history between the cities or anything, which is like the yeah. main reason for yeah. the rivalry. Yeah, like a lot of um, football rivalries in England and Scotland and yeah. in the UK in general all start out because of some other societal thing that causes these teams to therefore hate each other. Uh, um, so that's Pat, you know, awesome. to, to jump in. But as okay, it's actual hatred. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, no, definitely. Um, and this is a thing that all, often gets talked about, obviously, with the difference in culture between our, our two countries. Um, yeah. But it between specifically Liverpool and United fans, it is deep, deep hatred. And yeah, go on, Ed. Uh, you, you say what you think the reason is, and I, because I think I know pretty for sure. Um, there's two real reasons. There's the, the sort of reason why I think it initially started, but not the reason, obviously, why it is now, which is because in like the industrial... We're talking about the Industrial Revolution sort of BS right here. <laughs> um, both of these... Liverpool was like a shipping port. Manchester United was a big textiles city, if I remember correctly. And they were basically like trade and economic rivals. And then, obviously, like you don't know how that leads into a world-famous football derby. But I think the success of Manchester United in like the 50s and then in the 90s and the 2000s and the success of Liverpool in the 70s and the 80s basically created these two like super teams that are very close to each other in the massive derby that we know now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you got, you got that bang on. Uh, it's, yeah, it's basically just they, like in the 1800s they were sort of stealing each other's trade and stuff. What's <laughs> um, <laughs> and... going on? Yeah, wow. yeah, so... And I, so I went to uni, um, my, my whole friend group was basically uh, either United or Liverpool supporters, um, including one, one um, sort of Manchester, Manchester resident who supported Liverpool, um, which is like <laughs> this, this massive cardinal sin. That's like, that I think like living ju- in Boston and being a Yankees fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's criminal. It's criminal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it is, really is like this, this goes, goes back centuries. Um, That's great. And, yeah, I mean, both both myself and Ed would argue that it's still not even close to the best rivalry in the Premier League. Um, no. But, I'm yeah, sure it's, it's not in terms of actual rivalry. In terms of, like, yeah. stakes, it usually is very consistently high up there, I'd say. In terms of, like, game quality, it's never amazing. Because I think that it's one of those games where both teams are so scared to lose, they don't commit in the same way... As me and Pat would argue that Tottenham and Arsenal do because ultimately we fucking lose anyway, so it doesn't matter. Which, which we are shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Um, 
I really like that. But like, I, I completely agree with you. Like watching Man U and Liverpool, I feel like they have more at stake, so they play more reserves in most cases. So they're like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. like time to hold off anything. When yeah, it most of the other derbies are more all out. When you get to see like Everton versus Liverpool, you get to see Liverpool dominate and Liverpool or Everton beat, put a lot beat of on these guys. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> it's fun. Uh, well, I think of Watford was kind of nice to watch, honestly. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like there's quite a few footballing sort of storylines converging here because, um, I mean, Oli definitely bought himself more time with the Atlanta result. But yes. like a bad performance here, let's say Liverpool, you know, do what I'm not expecting to do and actually do batter them um, could easily be Oli's last game. Uh, so there's so much at stake here. And Liverpool, um, this is, again, a big statement for them, sort of, if they keep this winning streak going people start to really think like, okay, these are the favorites for the title, which I personally think anyway at this point, but yeah. So, so if Ole is going to get sacked, if Liverpool batter them, I don't want Liverpool to batter them. (laughs) I agree completely. That is all, that is all I have to say. I think it has to come at a point though. And this may be quite a good point for it to happen in. I think the the, the only yeah. danger is that Conte comes in and just changes the side and makes them makes them really good. But apart from Conte, there isn't really loads of good available managers for Manchester United to, to choose Zidane? from. Which I think is why they're being so Zidane? hesitant to sack Ole. Zidane, I don't French know. Ollie, French Ollie. <laughs> French Ollie. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, but a much no, better it, player. Oh, except for except player. for except for he he does he does have titles. The multiple Champions League, multiple <laughs> trophies, and and a history of winning. Yeah, um, but I always thought I always thought of Zidane as quite a like we talk about Oli as this go out there and have fun sort of manager, um, <laughs> and I've always thought of Zidane the same way, just with better players and players yeah, who res- players players who respect him more as well, which obviously you would. Um, yeah, yeah, that's but, fair. Uh, I think- I think, to be honest with this squad, this Man United squad, and um, maybe Carl, you'll agree with me here, mm-hmm. they need a tactician. Like they, they could be motivated by whoever they want. You know, like uh, apparently they all really love Ole, but it's the same pattern every single year where they yep. they do well for five games, they start to drop off, they start doing really badly, and then they come back and the cycle repeats. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the motivator that they need. I think they need a, like a tactician to really sort this out because this doesn't really happen a lot. I don't think at like the top level of of professional football. Exactly, because they have enough signings now where they can actually be a legitimate side, and it's not about like getting the support from the club about the signings because they it, it's been given at this point. So Oled, it's. Like that that was the main reason why when you look at Mourinho and you look at other coaches at Man U, um well not Mourinho. Mourinho had time. Uh but like the coaches after Mourinho, uh was it just all am I just being an idiot? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. He was actually that... I think he was initially hired as like a sort of he was manager. he was hired as an yeah. interim and they, they kept him on. Yeah, he good but... he, he good vibes his way to a professional like a full time contract. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then an extension. Yeah, I was really surprised because when he first moved in, they were like hesitant about giving him the money that he needed, and then they were just like, "Here, like have 
have literally all the money in the world. Exactly. <laughs> so he's had that. He definitely needs to make the actual change. Um, and I'm, I'm just not sure if he can. So mm-hmm. moving towards like a content, moving towards, I, I don't there, like you said, there isn't really another coach yeah. out there that I'd look for because Zidane, Zidane, like he's good, but yeah, like Cole, he showed it let's, at real. Let's say you like let, let's obviously be slightly realistic and don't say like Pep or Klopp or whatever, but yeah. let's say yo know, Oli Oli gets sacked at the weekend and you're in charge of finding his successor. Who who are you picking? <sighs> Ooh, that's a good question. I'm picking his successor. Yourself. No, 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 no. Spirit, um, Carl, you get sacked so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, like, Bayern's coach. Um, mm, but, yeah, but I don't know if that's a move right now. He's just, he's just signed for them, hasn't he? I yeah, think he's exactly. kind of, a, he's like a project manager as well. I don't think United want to, want a project manager, so to exactly. speak. Exactly. That's what I mean, though. There's not, like, I'd argue maybe one of the international managers coming to the end, like maybe Deschamps. Um, I reckon he, he's good at dealing with lots of big names, uh, creating a successful team. I don't think he'd be amazing personally, but I think he's better than a lot he, of people. I think he'd be better than Ala in the system, just be yeah. being able to like get the respect out of the players. Um, mm. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I really don't see it changing like their record that much. I feel like it would be a very similar move. Like yeah. it, he he he's a little more tactical, I would say. So we may see a couple more wins, but then I think it's gonna be a similar move to when Ala is like about to get sacked. He's like, Oh, <laughs> I'm actually gonna throw a tactic or two and score a goal. <laughs> just just to appease the crowd i don't understand why he only decides to use tactics when his job's on the line exactly it's like bro like you have sancho <laughs> like you have ronaldo you have rashford you have greenwood you have all these players you can like run a couple plays and actually have them move properly and <laughs> no ju- just I mean, have fun you start down to have fun just have fun. Yeah. And then just when they start fun. losing, be like, okay, guys. Stop having fun. Have stop fun. winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Ronaldo's just sitting there eating salads in the back. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? I feel yeah. like he just tells them in the beginning of the game, like, yo, guys, just go out there and vibe. And then at halftime, he's like, he's like, bad vibes, bad vibes, bad vibes. Yeah. Let's yeah. make them good. Let's make them good. And then well, when, they, when, when they come back and win, he's just like, good vibes. <laughs> there was there was an interview uh, relatively recently that I thought was very interesting by Ollie. It sort of shed light into his approach where he was for the first time in a while he was asked specifically about like in-depth tactics and he basically shut down the question and was just like, you know, are people focus too much on tactics? Sometimes it's just about like winning every ball and getting the tackles in and everything and it's like, "Oh, Oh, you have no idea what you're doing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Steve Bruce, right? Well, Steve Bruce is just the yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, the outgoing Newcastle manager. Yes. Um, he was saying every press conference he ever had t- towards the end, like, "Oh, we just need to get a lucky bounce here and there." Like, what? No, 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 no. That's not how it works. At the top level of elite sport, you don't have to get a lucky bounce. You have to fucking sort your team out. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, rigorous practical training. That sort of shit could oh, fly yeah, in like about. 2005, but now you've got to actually have some clue about what you're doing. I thought you were going to say <laughs> that kind of shit can fly in like high school. <laughs> that as well. Oh, or I like, don't know. Or I, think like, do, I think you're doing a disservice to high school coaches like there. I think a lot. Youth sport. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe really like when sport. the pitch is like hilly and bumpy and you actually do get lucky bounces, but not when the pitch is pristine. Hmm. Um, well, I think uh, if you want, if you want a tactician, get get our take Arteta off our hands. Oh my god! Yeah, I would love. <laughs> I would love to see Arteta go over to United. Little sink, little sink wife, him, sink him even situation. further. Would you take Ole? Ah, <sighs> uh, oh Jesus! I mean, absolutely not. But also, <laughs> um, also, also, I think like. A lot of what I dislike, and I don't want this to turn into an after podcast because I have the same moan every single week. But like, what we've got with Arteta is just it's just pure misery. Like the football is so boring; he's yeah. so dis- dislikable. At least Oli, like, I sort of just want to like grab his cheeks and just sort of squidge them and just be like, yeah, oh, exactly. You're, you're such a nice little little gremlin. Like, <laughs> that, that's the main reason he's had his job for so long. I honestly think he would have been fired if he didn't have such, like, a great... Like, he honestly has a good personality, and he just, like, looks like the part. Yeah. So if you do it, something oh, must... works for you. <laughs> I guess, though, Cole, when... You know that thing he does where, like, after he loses, and the camera cuts to him, and he's got this, like, <laughs> cheesy grin on his face? You must hate that. Bro, I literally just want to smack the shit out of him. <laughs> I want to reach through the TV and just smack him every single time. <laughs> um, should, should we but, talk uh, about... Brian, about like, Liverpool? Let's talk Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, hit me. Hear your perspective on this, Brian. Like, obviously, Klopp is in a different like galaxy in terms uh-huh. of management to Ole. Yes. Um, he doesn't have the same squad depth. I don't even think you could kind of put them in the same sentence in terms of managerial like ability. Because yeah. like, if Ole yeah. brushes off tactic talk... Oof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Klopp has, I think he has lim- more limited resources available to him. He's got Agreed. a thinner squad. Mm-hmm. All these factors. I mean, I do say, I think he has better, he inherited better players. No, no, he didn't even inherit better no, players. He, he, he inherited, he inherited garbage. He, yeah. he, built, he built this, he built the squad. Yeah. He, I think it's really... almost unfair to compare the two, to be honest. I think because, like, Klopp yeah, no. is, like, Klopp, Klopp just built, proven built... time and time again how good he is. Klopp yeah, showed exactly. up, he got signed, and then he put a plan together for a team he wanted that could dominate, and he bought the players and created the players through Academy that could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, for I, me, I don't know if he, he knew he was going to get Mane, though, until Mane put that performance up against him. No, I know, yeah. but he put a plan out of what he wanted to do, and over time he found the players to help him do it. You don't you don't show up and decide you're gonna. He didn't know he was gonna buy Mo either, but he knew he wanted a player like that. That's true. Also, just just quick quick Arsenal roast. Um, <laughs> I, I saw this Mo and Mane together were cheaper than Pepe. Ah, oh, don't talk to me about that guy. Do not talk to me about that guy. Um, <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um. And well, I I tweeted this on my on my sort of personal account recently, but um, I watching watching Salah, I find 
kind of like bittersweet because I really enjoy how he plays, but it is the polar opposite to Pepe. Like Salah, Salah brings every ball under control, you know, one, t- one touch and he's ready to drive at the defender. Pepe, like the ball is ballooning just all over the place, <laughs> like 15 touches to bring under control. And then he like falls over or something. I like Pepe as a guy. He seems nice, but, and it's not his fault. He was so expensive, but he is just not good enough. Um, but no, on, on, in terms of Klopp, I think uh, for me, he's the best manager in the world. I prefer him to Pep. Um, and I think the way he's built this Liverpool team is like a... I think every every manager should try and follow that sort of squad building. I kind of agree yeah. in terms of the, the Pep thing, just because I've never seen Pep build a club from ground up. Well, <laughs> not even well, close. Well, not ground up, because Liverpool wasn't ground up, but I've never seen him build a club from below where they would like to be, what would be considered ground, I guess, yeah. for that club, like sixth place, seventh place. City is probably the closest to that he's had, to be fair. Like, That's Bar- fair. Bar- Barca, he obviously inherited one of the greatest sides of all time with, with exactly. ne- Messi and everything. And then Bayern were like treble winners the season before him. So C- City was a bit more impressive where... I mean, for me, he's still not that impressive because of how much they spend. But And he hasn't um, won a... Uh... Messi free Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd argue uh, one thing I'd argue in the, in the comparison of the two, you're right, Pat, I, I definitely prefer Klopp as well. I would say, however, that I think I prefer Pep. But if, if I had to have a manager to win me a league title, oh, save my life, that. I agree with that. Build like a level of consistency over a season, like how he does it, is really insane. Like, doesn't I, I think even money aside, I think it's insane how consistently. Uh, challenging Manchester City are Pep's problem. I think this is what removes him from being the best manager in the world. Is in Champions League finals, finals in general, just seems to like cock about with the tactics and just completely change mm-hmm. everything. In he the last minute, for some reason, completely overthinks. He, he try. He like. He's like, what can I do to confuse the opponent instead of what can I do to crush them? Yeah. Klopp's just like, yeah, guys, run really fast. Yeah, go, go. Run, run really fast, press really high, get ball, give it to Salah, he'll score. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, have a bit of fun as well. Carl and I were talking at the beginning of the season about, like, how dangerous Liverpool could be, and we were like, they can only really be super dangerous if the entire front three is scoring. Yeah. Um, They're all scoring, and I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's, um, it's good I mean, stuff. It's good stuff to live for. I, I, I just like that. I like the unselfishness that I'm seeing. Um, I like Mo's assist to Mane the other day was unreal. Oh, it's delicious. The outside of the foot with the curl and the one-touch finish. Mm, no, it was really good. Yeah. And I think if you're a Man United fan, that's the kind of stuff you do not want to be seeing. Um, yeah, no, I don't want to see Sunday. anything like that. And I, I just... I don't know. I think Ole, Ole, when he's backed up against the wall, I don't even think it's anything to do with Ole, to be honest. I think the players realise, oh, we quite like this guy. He goes easy on us. Yeah. Um, we want to keep him in a job, basically. Uh, <laughs> let's really grind, win this game, and then we can just sort of chill again. I just don't think this, the, the core of Manchester United is a particularly dedicated group of players, to be honest. That's the point of that, in my opinion. I, 
I completely agree with you. I think Ronaldo sort of changing that culture. Yeah. Obviously, aside from Ronaldo. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. He's like the most dedicated thing I've ever seen. Exactly. So the culture is subtly changing with him being there. And then, like, Bruno helped change it a little bit. Um, Pogba doesn't really help anything. I'm going to be keep it. 100% honest, he doesn't really help much. He, he's an amazing player. He's one of my favorite players to watch uh, in the locker room. He is not one of those people where it's like, I need this guy. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. For, for for Man United, 100%. But it's weird. For France, he is that guy. Yeah, exactly. It, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why can't it, you it just... It's a bigger deal, you know? Like, I don't understand how he can be, like, the kind of... The scapegoat for Man United, but, like, the hero for France, basically. It's it's international football tax, let me tell you that. It's because he... <laughs> I just zoned he, out completely. Who? Pogba. Pogba. Oh, <laughs> he, it's yeah. It, when he's playing for France, he has, uh, like, no opponents pressing him. And he um, has fun. Yeah, he well, he enjoys yeah. it, yeah. But um, I, think, I think on the Ronaldo... I, I want to see what you think about this, guys. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like the Ronaldo signing has sort of is Oli signing his own death warrant a little bit because hundred percent, four thousand. Yeah, yeah. He just it, with with him, um, not only like the level of player he is, but also his own sort of determination and everything. It, the expectation goes up to an extent where Oli just can't match it. They can't chill in fourth anymore. Like exactly. I just imagine. Ronaldo asking about tactics at training and Ali trying to brush it, <laughs> and like Ali trying to brush it off and Ronaldo being like what? <laughs> Ronaldo literally being like bro, we've played together. Which is crazy <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Like come on. Like we we played together. We know how to play this. What are we doing? <laughs> play the way thing. that we played. Exactly. Like, it, Ronaldo will straight up, I, I think at one point he will just straight up say to Ole, yo, we need to play like the way that we played and we will win. They don't really have the center back pairing to do that. They do. They have Maguire and Veron. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Maguire is too inconsistent. All right. I I don't know. I've got some some uh, some opinions on Maguire to be honest, and not okay. just because I look like him. Oh, okay, yeah, guys, have, think... have we told you about this? Have we told you about this? No. Um, okay, so so Ed looks not not all the time. It's a weird one to me. He doesn't look like Maguire, but whenever an international tournament is on, um, he just looks exactly like him. <laughs> and whenever we whenever we're sort of out in public during. Um, like international tournament season, so many people ask it, like make some sort of Maguire comment to Ed. Uh, yeah, it's great. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, also, I mean, um, to be likeness of a guy called Slabhead, you know, yeah. not, not amazing. Not the yeah. best feeling in the world. If you guys, um, if you guys ever get or choose or decide to do like video for your podcast, um, and you want to come on and do video like that. That just sounded <laughs> because of that. Like, yeah, that made me. That made me think of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but what I was gonna say about Maguire 
was, I think he is inconsistent, hundred yeah, percent. I still agree. would maintain that he's a very good centre back, and I think Agreed. a lot of the reasons why he doesn't perform as well is either he's being paired with Victor Lindelof, who's not very good, or Actually, there is just no defensive midfielder exactly um, covering Max. him, basically. Okay, so so we're in the same boat then. Yeah, we're in the same boat. I think he's quality. McGuire is he? He's very good. He has Shaw alongside him. He is going to play good alongside Shaw. In front of him, there's no outlet. Like who? Who the hell are you passing the ball to? Fred plays there sometimes. Like when Matamane plays on that side, it's a little better, but like it's still not great. And then yeah. when Veron isn't in, you're passing it to fucking Lindelof, who has like a stroke sometimes. And then you're like, okay, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I, I guess it's sort of the divergent point between the two managers, Klopp and Ole. Yeah, my opinion. Whilst I do really rate Klopp, I do think in recruitment the man has been like exceptionally, exceptionally lucky. Like yeah. how are you signing. Sound like what Robertson uh, for, like, for like five, six yeah. mil. Yeah, signed Robertson. Okay. Signed, he becomes um, back in the world for a couple of years, and then through the academy exactly. they get Trent, who becomes yep. the best right back in just suddenly best right back in you know for like three or four years, whatever. Signed Mane. Mane was a good player before. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. was he was he this good? No, like, no. Same with Mohamed Salah, like crazy. Yeah, yep. I, I'd even argue that with um. Henderson was already. I would also say Henderson was already there, but Henderson completely transformed under Klopp. Yeah, I agree. Um, He he was sort of uh, like he was. He was decent, but he was very like he he wouldn't have looked out of place at a much worse off team. Um, And now, now he's yeah, like bona fide sort of Mm -hmm. starter for one of the best teams in Europe. Mm -hmm. Percent. 100%. 100%. Sorry, guys, I'm just watching the game here, Tottenham versus Vitesse, and uh, we're losing now. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. in, in the um, Conference also... League? In the Conference League, the joke competition. <laughs> and we're losing now. Um, Jota's been playing really well under Klopp as well, so I think he may end up having an overall shift. Um, like, he, he was already a good player, don't get me wrong. But I think he may make that progression similar to the way that Mane and Mo did in that. I would system. love it. Yeah, it looks like it. It I looks also, like it fucking scares me. I'm like, bro, chill. I'm also <laughs> like really hoping Liverpool sign Jude Bellingham. Shut up. I, personally, I think he's out of Liverpool's price range. Yeah, um, I think he's like Man- PSG, Man City, yeah, like I, hundred I, mil type signing, and FSG I are agree. not allowing that. <laughs> I know, but I want him really bad. You know He'd who needs so to sign him or needs to sign someone because the Kamavinga thing went through? Man U. If Man U doesn't sign like Bellingham or someone like that this offseason, like Ole instantly, like if he doesn't lose his job this season, which is not looking very likely that he'll still be there, but we'll see. Um, he'll probably lose his job. Yeah, I'm presuming that as I well. Think, I don't even think Bellingham would be a good a good fix for Man United personally. He's not he's not an especially defensive midfielder. I, I'd argue yeah. he's more defensive than Pogba, but he's more in a Pogba sort of mold than. Okay, um, I, I think he's, he's better. You. He's better in like transition. I think he's he's a bit quicker across the ground and stuff like that. So he's a better box to box. 
Yeah, but like okay. I don't really think that I think Camavinga was a was a much better call for Man United personally. I agree with you entirely. I would right say there. like and then <laughs> maybe Ndidi because like maybe Leicester's blowing up because they're sort of shitting the bed. But yeah. we don't know if they're Philemons? Yeah, yeah, but Ndidi is the defensive prowess that you would need. Of course yeah, you want, you want more defense, defense That's player. fair. But I'm interested that you haven't said uh, said Rice yet. I don't think I th- he wants to pay that much for Declan Rice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm, a keep, I'm keep kind it, of with you there. Yeah, keep it a book. The Not English tax is is, is real. Oh, the English tax is crazy, absolutely yeah. crazy. He's he's like a forty odd million player probably that's gonna cost like yep. ninety. Um, exactly. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I'm, like that was the same with Maguire. Like, but. Like Rice is better than Maguire, I'd say. Um, yeah, I think you're right. But I'm still not going to pay that much for Rice. It'll be, I'll be really interested to see who they get because I, I think, I mean, personally, this might be slightly controversial, but I think, I think United are missing a Tielemans type player more than like a pure defensive midfielder. Like okay. in in the middle, what I notice about United is that. In in terms of midfielders, they don't really have anyone who's that good at keeping the ball at all. Like, yeah, Fred is one of the worst midfielders I've ever seen when it comes to like keep like keeping hold of possession. <laughs> exactly, I agree. With you see, you. in in the game in the game last night, there was a point where he like recovered possession, tried to pass it out, and it hit like it just hit the back of his own player and like rebounded to him again. <laughs> yeah. I, I um, yeah, and then McTominay. Yeah, he, he's all right. I'm not the biggest McTominay fan, but um, he's yeah, also like, not. He could develop more, and he showed like a lot of glimpses at the end of last season. But he's not shown a thing this season, and he's al- he's also not a like you know controller type type yeah. player. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, you obviously he's too. He, he is an unfair comparison, but like um, a Verratti type player, I think would make United look so Ooh. so much better. Um, but Ooh, yeah, because then you have Verratti and uh Pogba back, but then that's the same issue with like defense. You sort of yeah. want someone who's like slightly younger and or bigger, bigger. Yeah. yeah. Like Tielman's is bigger and younger and faster, so like that could be a move, and he has that playmaking capability similar. Yeah. to Pogba and uh, Verratti, but nothing close to them, but, like, similar. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess uh, Fabinho would actually be the ideal player, wouldn't he? Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> if we could just steal Fabinho, yeah, I'd he's be an down. animal. Yeah, he's so good. He's well, so good. Because when fucking Maguire gets hurt or something, put Fabinho at center back. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, he did. He did so so well last season. We had to cover for him. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one with United because uh, squad squad wise, like they absolutely should be challenging for like uh, you know the midfield isn't ideal, but but it's still it's still good enough to be to be around there. It's it's, it's a management thing, obviously. Yeah, it's uh, a management thing. But the game is kind of won and lost in the midfield. And if your midfield subpar against an elite one, you're gonna get shit on. Yeah, and okay, this. I, I've been accused of having a Bruno agenda from time to time. Um, okay. He's he's a he's a world class player, but I think the way he plays really doesn't help in terms of the midfield because, like, 
he plays so high up the pitch that he leaves the midfield on a bit of an island sometimes, I think. Um, he's not one of these, uh, you know, keep keep hold of possession, keep it neat and tidy type of attack midfielders. He's very, like, intense, very risk-taking, which is good, and it's what he's good at, but it means that he, he he's playing so close to the striker sometimes that he's almost not a midfielder, and it leaves leads this sort of four two four sort of formation. And when okay. those two when those yeah. two are McFred um kind of sticks. Yeah, yeah. comedy ensues basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk very quickly about um how you guys watch football like uh, being being Americans watching football, how yeah. like it's different because obviously your football watching experience is very different to ours. Very, very different. Um, that's something I'd be very interested in. Like, how? What's your schedule looking like? Say, Liverpool. What time are Liverpool playing for you guys on Sunday? Eleven thirty uh, in the morning. Yeah. Eleven thirty. So, like, are you like making breakfast and like Liverpool playing, like stuff like that? That that to me is like quite a simple yet mind blowing thing. <laughs> uh, like, watching, very alien. Football like that. Yeah, yeah so, I. Maybe yeah. like afternoon for us. For for me, I'll probably be like waking up. To try to watch the West Ham Spurs game, and then I'm gonna watch the Man U uh, Liverpool game right after. But I literally just wake up, and then during halftime, I do whatever. Like I-, I wake up pretty much on the dot, watch it, and then figure out what else to do. I will be warming up for a baseball game <laughs> with one hand, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very. Yeah, that's annoyed. crazy. Like. Even like it's it's you, you take it for granted really if, as a football a European football fan like every yeah. single game we'd ever really want to watch unless it's yeah. like the World Cup in in some yeah. like random place um like it's always in like obviously post twelve like sometimes at like seven like seven yeah. like I'm watching this game right now for example this is like the prime time for me to watch like sports exactly. right now, right? yeah like seven thirty yeah. I don't be waking up at like six o'clock so I respect you guys... the fact that you guys do that yeah you guys you guys get kind of like that's how we watch american football yeah that's how we watch american football that's how i watch basketball like i I watch basketball all the time also i have a question uh because we were talking before the show and you guys said that you watch a little bit of basketball when the games are on the west coast Oh, yeah, what do you, you do? Like, bro, that has <laughs> to be like 4 a.m. Nah, it's yeah, like a nine-hour difference, right? Yeah, so so I, I had some experience with this. This was this was kind of fine while I was at uni, like yeah. um because I could I could so I would just stay awake until three when it would be tip off. Um stay awake to three, watch it, and just completely write off the next day. Because uh, <laughs> when you don't have much in the way of responsibility, like after my dissertation was submitted and I just didn't have anything to give a shit about, I could just like, yeah, you know what, I'll stay up until it would finish at seven in the morning. Yeah. Uh, go to sleep, obviously, straight away when when birds are chirping, lights coming in. It's the most depressing <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Um, and then and then just wake up at like God knows when the next day. Um, yeah. But if that was like as a regular thing, that would probably lead to my early early demise as a yeah, human being. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say for me, um, the heat is off. Usually, because if they're playing at home, it's, it's usually fine. Same with the Bucks, yeah, exactly. actually. 
Yeah. Um, yep. But when they were playing in the bubble I think two years ago, yeah. I think nearly every game was in California or something. I, I yeah, no, exactly. it wasn't. No, they were in Florida. Oh, it was, it yeah, was, um, it was, oh, it was Florida. That's right. It was still like 3 a.m. and I had stuff to do. So I was like, I'd, I watched the, fin- the absolute last finals games against the Lakers. I watched all of those, um, much to my, the detriment of my health. <laughs> all the games leading up to that point, even though even though the the classic classic uh, series against the Bucks where we won, um, I just had to watch it on highlights in the morning because it's just not possible. Yeah, to, like, exactly. Live a normal life whilst doing that. That sucks. Do you think it's... maybe like the reason why America? I think basketball is different. Yeah, a lot of American sports aren't as like worldwidely as popular is yeah. because it's just very inaccessible to like. Well, very inaccessible to Europe and like to a lot of the world because yep. of the timing. You think that plays into it a little bit? I think the timing plays into it a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, yeah, probably more than like anything because yeah. Yeah. you you can't really share your content or get it out to anybody. You know, if you, they can't watch it. I do think though, like the whole social media and internet part has kind of helped the U.S. like grow its own sports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how that's how I I started watching basketball was just yeah. so many people I followed um mm-hmm. was like primarily through football would be talking about it so I just thought oh fuck it I'll pick I'll pick a team start following. Yeah. Did you guys Ed, ever you're... hear Steve Nash talk about football from like Blue no, Report? No, yeah, he's so... a um Steve Nash's a huge Tottenham fan. Yeah, oh what? Yeah. Like talk before at like he uh, so at the stadium and stuff. before he started coaching the Nets. After he retired from basketball, he went into media, but he was a football commentator for Bleacher Report. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Or no, it was, it, was it Bleacher Report or B? Yeah, it was Bleacher Report. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Bleacher. And he, he's like really, really good at footy. Yeah. And like I get really, really knowledgeable about the game too. Yeah, this is this is something that always makes me laugh. Is like, so obviously Steve Nash is this. Was he a point guard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So little like diminutive sort of on the basketball court looks like a sort of tricky little little player. Yeah, exactly. And then you, you imagine when you think about him playing football, you imagine this like, oh, he'd be like, you no, know, he'd be like Messi or something. But in reality, he'd be like fucking Peter Crouch. <laughs> no, he'd actually be like Kane. He, he's like uh, he's like six one, six two. So he's not okay. Massive. Yeah. But he if would he definitely would... not be a tricky little winger. Yeah, he, uh, exactly. he's six. He's six three. Oh my oh, god! Six three. Yeah, yeah, in the engine room. Jeez, <laughs> Maybe what, he's Holland, the DM Holland, that United Holland need. six four, right? So yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah, an so. inch shorter than Holland. I'm an inch shorter we're... than Holland. <laughs> right, we are. We're back in the age, I think, of pace and power strikers. As you yes. Know. Yeah. Yes. Kaku, Mbappe, Holland. No, even Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo was a bit pace of power back. In oh, the he's, days, P- P- he's PMP. Yeah. He's pure PMP. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which I, you know, I'm delighted to see, to be honest, because I yeah. love a bit of pace of power in my football. You know. Yeah. Yanis. Uh, supports Arsenal though, which which uh, because of Thierry Henry, which makes me very very happy. Obviously, uh, little cro- <laughs> little little crossover of my my sporting heroes. And um, after Yanis won the championship, um, Thierry Henry sent him a little video. Uh, and you could you watch his reaction to the video, and it, it honestly made my heart fucking burst. It was unbelievable. Oh, that's so fucking great. Yeah, but no, it's so so um, interesting that basketball has translated to to like 
well the uk anyway so yeah, much exactly. better than so much better than these other other american sports how's not american to... football received in the uk like when the nfl does games like in london um it's i feel like it's getting bigger you know um i i support a i support an american football team but i only really watch the super bowl yeah. um, who do you support i support the eagles so sorry so it's you know you know how we were talking earlier about like fans and whatever and treating people yeah. so do you want do you want a little I'll bit of insight a lesser human being for that do you want a little, <laughs> okay, bit, of, don't, don't, want a little bit of insight on what eagles fans are like definitely so former players have basically said especially giants players have said that eagles fans like will throw batteries at them from the stands as they're walking out the tunnel <laughs> and like not lightly like whip oh. batteries at them <laughs> and like eagles fans will very quickly boo their own team if they're not playing well um, oh i like that i like that that's uh that's what oh, no. well that's what all Sorry, guys, about, guys, yeah. guys, guys this just in Hot off the press. I have to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, Jose Mourinho's Roma in the Conference League have lost 6-1 to a team called Bodo Glimt. <laughs> what? What? Roma just lost 6-1? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't what? think I've heard of this team. Bodo Glimt? That what? sounds like a, ra- that's a, that's a randomly generated Conference League team. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Wow! So, yeah, uh, bro, that was like the yeah. sheriff win. I was like, "What?" Well, they are literally made up. They, uh, they, they came. They came. Into, I think they. Uh, They're like 1997. Like, yeah, and their their badge was like done on MS Paint. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there are. This is hilarious. Their social media, their social media account, the official one. Um, when they beat Real Madrid, they they, they weren't like live tweeting the game or anything. They, they they tweeted like the next day, like, "Oh, we won!" <laughs> um, and people were saying that it's because the social media admin is just like one of the players. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um. But this, I was going to ask actually, do you guys follow MLS teams? No. Um. No. That's no. really interesting to me. No. Um, yeah. Is it just not received that well? It's, it's just not so as interesting. When you... They've Americanized it so much to the point where it's it's like it's conference seeding into a single elimination playoff. Like, they got rid of aggregate a couple of years ago in their playoff format. Like, it's not the same style and format of footy that I like and that I'm used to. Yeah. It, and the quality of the game, like, you know how we were talking about how we don't really watch like Bundesliga because it's not as exciting to watch and whatever. Yeah. You think we want to watch MLS? <laughs> well, or, Ren, I know. Like, not God. to roast MLS or anything, but like, yeah. if you Randomly can only we'll watch so much players. footy, like, if you can only it's, watch yeah. so much football, I'm not going to pick MLS. I'll watch yeah. cool highlights when they come up on my feed. Exactly. Exactly. Fair, like, definitely. randomly we'll see players, like, on feeds and stuff. Because, like, of course, people are still doing great things. But I'll also see that from, like, a random Brazilian league or something else yeah. as yeah. well. I well, just, like, I, I... the build-up play and the, like just the tactical play and the way they play the game in the MLS is just not there yet. 
Yeah, it will obviously it will get there. But yeah, as soon as I saw as soon as I saw that Arsenal reject Carlos Vela was like the best player in the league, yeah. I just thought, nah, not for me. <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing though is when they were interviewing Zlatan about who the best player in the league oh was, and they're like, so who's the best player in the MLS? And he goes, me. And they're like, it wasn't, it wasn't wrong. <laughs> and they're they're talking and they're like, but this guy Carlos Vela, and he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. How old Carlo- is he? Carlos Vela is 28, 29, right? And they're like, yeah. He goes, so he's in the prime of his career in MLS. Where was <laughs> I Where was I in the prime of my career? And the reporter goes, Europe? And he goes, exactly. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. No, he also, I think, in that interview said, true. don't c- compare Fiat's to Ferraris. He loves those car, car metaphors, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he's also he's an definitely... utter bastard. Um, but, uh, well, I love him to death just because he is a walking meme. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's not—he's the... not an utter bastard. Utter bastard is Latan. True. Well, now that he's the north side of forty, I think he's got a chill on the like I am a lion sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if you the lions don't even live that long. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, also on just the sort of how we consume football sort of things um have you guys been to see a live match like at professional level obviously i so i've seen liverpool and man city play like on the international champions cup um i've seen like u.s Concacaf games um i have not but i have also never been to an nba game I've only okay, been to okay. like other sports events. I've so been like, I, to I, a lot I'm of things. A, I'm not a hundred percent saying that like, like, like I I'm going to one day, but like, yeah. Just Carl and I have a plan to go to Liverpool United at some point. Uh, yes, yeah. go uh, and do it. I, that's why I went to ask because um, it'll be unbelievable if you guys manage to catch a like a Premier League game in the UK. Um, and ex- explore our fair little isle, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would, I would love to. I shit you not. I'm just broke right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, football is prohibitively expensive as well. So exactly. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. uh, Man U versus Liverpool. Oh yeah. Jesus! And Christ. especially when you have to get a plane in a hotel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's actually weird. I've got some insight actually, because um, I actually I caught a Knicks game, I think two years ago. It was Knicks versus Nets. Oh, sick! I guess so. That would be that would be like a local rivalry, right? Yeah, that's actually right. really fun. It's not. Despite you'd be there. shocked though. There's not much of a rivalry. No, it isn't no. because like the, the even the if the Knicks Nets are better had, than like a championship and then have been trashed. And the Nets have had Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, uh, and like probably some of the best players who have touched the NBA since like 2000. And uh, they are still just. <laughs> but there's also even... there's also no animosity oh, really between the two teams. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why I thought it was funny. Like, I I went there. I think probably at the lowest point for not the Knicks, definitely not because I don't think. Yeah. I think it's even possible for them to have a low point. The yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the depth the net, it's, it's, it's like pre like Kevin Durant Nets. This was like 2019, so it okay. was like both teams were just complete aids, like terrible. Yeah. Um, 
Like the only good player in either of the rosters was Paul Zingis, and he was out. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the guy I had to look forward to was oh, what's that guy's name? Dilo. No, Angelo I don't think he was. Russell. Really... No, no, no. He was. Uh, he, he was already there. gone. He was already gone. He was already gone. Oh, um, Levert. No, no, he wasn't there. I, I don't think he was playing in that game. <laughs> Wait, I oh, think he was hurt. was hurt. I think Karis. I think Karis Levert was hurt. Yeah, yeah. He was. It was one guy. He's like the son of a, a probably better NBA player, and he I think he's on the next then I think he's moved since, and like he was the guy basically. And Tim Hardaway I Jr. Can, Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah. was like the star of the show, and I can't believe how bad he was. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> he shoots like so. So the meme about Tim Hardaway Jr. is like some games he'll go like eight for eight from the field and you'll be like bro like he's crazy like what he didn't miss a shot next game takes like 20 shot makes three <laughs> like, oh, the- it's penny hardaway's son right yeah yeah an yeah. infinitely better player okay right. yeah but it's been just seeing that like the way you guys enjoy your own sports in the stadium it's very very different to how how it's perceived in this country especially yeah, I, if you went to a game like Manchester United versus Liverpool the whole the whole like day the whole way you'd go about watching this game would be very very different and I thought yeah, it was interesting to be fair. I, I think I think um uh Americans have a bit more of a civilized approach to <laughs> to sport um but it obviously it means, no. it means also depends, oh, on depends on yeah, the sport depends on the sport so like hockey nuts Hockey so fans basketball are nuts. Like, yeah, basketball is calm. Um, there's only been like one event ever where it's like super crazy, and that was like Malice at the Palace. Yeah, where... yeah, I, I've watched the documentary. Um, yeah. Well, I actually, I actually watched this. I'm not sure if if you guys care about them, but I actually saw a New Jersey a New Jersey Nets game. Um, mm-hmm. uh, at I don't even know what the fucking stadium's called, but oh no 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 sorry. Um, oh, what's the what's the ice hockey team called? The Devils? Uh, the Devils, yeah. New Jersey Devils. Sorry, I'm thinking about uh, At the Prudential Center? Yeah. Um, so I, and... I, I sh- literally live, like, my house is, like, 20 minutes away from that building. Well, I've been bizarrely close to your house then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I am a Devils fan when it comes to hockey. And if you want to talk, so in terms of hockey fans being whatever, so the Devils have a cheer the Devils fans, where the fans whistle to a certain tune, it's like da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and, football on that. And then the entire arena goes: Rangers suck, Flyers swallow, Penguins watch. Um, <laughs> when, 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 oh yeah, no. When I was younger, when a goal, when the other goalie got scored on, they played the song that goes na na na. Hey, and after the hey, everyone pointed at the other goalie and went you suck um <laughs> that is the most okay, okay that is the most american thing i've ever heard <laughs> it, it, like the in, um, in the premier league would be like dating back to like years of civil strife a genuine yeah. like tragedy well do you, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you do you guys know the i mean this isn't like specific to any club but there's yeah. the um that in the lead up to a goal kick ed you know the one i'm talking about right yeah, of course, in the lead of up to a goal kick where they sort of start jeering it's like sort of like a oh yeah yeah, and then they kick it, and it's shit. Ah, um, <laughs> and then uh, oh, oh, I mean, yeah, I think that's one of the most 
infamous differences between how Americans and British consume so sport is part of it is you guys all your clubs are rooted in like deep local history. All of our teams are <laughs> all all of our teams are rooted in money. <laughs> uh, well, we've got we've got Man City, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the That's... fundamental thing that separates the the thing the teams is that. American franchises, well, they're franchises first of all, and then the fact that they can just get moved around, like that, yep. that's yep. so critical. depressing, depressing yeah, stuff. Like, I think, yeah, ruining so sport, I think. some some franchises can get moved around. There are a few that are like deadlocked in place. Yes. Imagine they, they they move the Knicks to like Cowboys, like the Cowboys, the Knicks, the Giants. Yeah, the Lakers, the Seattle, Super, the Seattle SuperSonics. Yeah, no. Seattle SuperSonics. No. <laughs> I mean, can I ask you guys a question about the Cowboys? Sure. Why they are not are America's they, team. No. Why are they so loved? Like, I swear they they're like they a were. Very, fairly average team. Like, so, they're like so, one of the best supported teams of all time, right? Homer the Simpson Cowboys, them. Homer the Simpson Cowboys. The Cowboys were so loved and kind of are kind of whatever still so loved because. One, they were incredibly dominant in the early 90s. Um, Two, their cheerleaders are all absolute dimes. And in the, the, no, no, for real, in the 80s and 90s, like boys became fans of the Cowboys because they had posters of their cheerleaders on the walls. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They personally branded themselves as America's team, and it stuck. And it, it oh, just worked. I wouldn't it, have that. I'd hate that if I was if I wasn't a fan. Actually, I'd fucking I'm gonna that. I'm gonna rescind that. I'm not sure if they personally branded themselves as America's team. They've also had some of the greatest Hall of Famers to ever touch the game. Yeah, they they've had some historic and legendary players and coaches. Um, and their owner is a PR lunatic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But now um, they're kind of yeah. just like. They're kind of just like a banter team, honestly, I would say. I mean, this year they're filthy, so I can't banter on them at all. But there was a point for like 15 years, their cumulative win-loss record was 500. Uh, That's bad, right? No, No, that just means it's It's just perpetually average. So if they played played 180 games over that 15-year period, they won 90 and lost 90. Yeah, oh, well, that, that's Eli Manning's whole career, so shut the fuck up. He still won two <laughs> Super Bowls. <laughs> Alright, guys. Just, Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Because I've got to head off fairly soon, in like 10 minutes or so. Um, um, we were going to do our predictions. Oh yeah, we let's usually, do that then. We usually do them in longer than 10 minutes, but let's just rip it. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, right. yeah we'll see how much time it takes. I, I'm, right. I don't necessarily need to leave. Well, right, so, there are... Uh, fucking ten games. There's always ten games. Yeah. So <laughs> why do you count every week? There's ten games. It's a twenty-team league. Know, There's no buys. I know. Actually, sometimes I, fixtures get moved, so I'm wrong there. Yeah, during COVID, it was really weird. Um. Yeah. So that's Arsenal why I Villa. Still count. Yeah. Uh, uh, at the Emirates. Uh, Arsenal fan first. Uh, Arsenal, Arsenal supporter first. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it's gonna be uh one one, one one, one one. Yeah, interesting. Ooh, I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go for one nil Villa. One nil. Um, and I'm not biased. 
This is so right. depressing, by the way. Where is my club? <laughs> I'm, all, I'm also going to go with 1-0 Villa. Oh my god. I'm going 2-0 Villa. <laughs> so wait, I've, I've taken a pessimistic approach and I've still been the most optimistic. Yes. <laughs> we, are, we are in the fucking mud. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap this one up. I'm taking Chelsea like 4-0. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're taking chelsea four nil over norwich yes i'm gonna go three i think four is a lot uh i think chelsea mm. have been like underwhelming in the attack the past couple weeks and norwich is a perfect excuse to just be like smack 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 it's so mean i don't know i think because chelsea just is so ruthless it's so like machine. we hate chelsea we hate chelsea um, I, I absolutely hate chelsea. yeah they're our least favorite um, team Okay, so we have a we have a Chelsea fan on the podcast. They're still like the anti the anti team of the podcast. I'd say I don't yeah. care what happens. My my old coach is a Chelsea fan. It totally is understandable that you hate Chelsea. You both support London clubs, and they're also in London. They've got it's, yeah. it's more they've got a reputation as uh, well plastic club and racist as well. So there's that. Okay. But, oh uh, yeah, it's I didn't a huge... actually know about the racist part. Did oh not know yeah, about it's. That. It, it's a huge thing associated with them. Okay, yeah, because that's yeah, yeah. also like um, there, there's like a basketball team, and the Eagles are a little notoriously known for you, being you're, talking, you're talking about you're talking about the Utah Jazz. Yeah, the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Utah yeah. Jazz. Yeah, Mr. Whitey's over there. <laughs> and the, the Boston, the Boston KK Celtics as well, right? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Chelsea Norwich. I'm gonna say two 0 Chelsea. Two 0 Chelsea. I'd love to say something like 1-0 Norwich or like, you know, 2-1 Norwich. It's the greatest game of all time. I, I would love but, to say that. Let's be honest, it's 3-0 Chelsea. It's 3-0 Chelsea. <laughs> exactly. That, 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 yeah. Well, we, we're all right about them not scoring, though, because Norwich scoring, honestly, not a chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I'll do if Norwich scores. Uh, I'll I'll do something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got Palace uh, and Newcastle. Yeah, you predict this one, bro. I'm gonna go Palace two one because Newcastle still doesn't. Well, they don't have a manager at the moment, and I don't know who's interim, and I don't know what they're gonna do and how they're gonna play with, under a new guy right away. You know. Yeah. So I'm just I'm taking I'm taking Palace. Uh, who are you going what? for? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say they get Steve Bruce in as interim manager, uh, <laughs> and no, but I, I think um, not. To, you know, I hate to be unoriginal, but I, I was gonna go two on Palace as well. We're unoriginal all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think four one Palace. I think Ooh, having watched wow. Newcastle what last week against Tottenham, you know, Tot- Tottenham aren't amazing, but Palace are a good team. And um, Newcastle, Newcastle we played them. they were really, really poor. Um, I don't think they get they'll get like a bounce from sacking their manager. If anything, I think the squad quite liked Bruce from what people have been saying. Yeah, fair. Um, I think they're just gonna like plummet until they get someone in. So I'm, yeah, four one. I think it's gonna be like a a Palace <laughs> classic. Yeah, I, it's gonna I, get I, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I'm gonna take three one because I I do agree with your point. Um, that Newcastle have just not been playing well. Um, and yeah. Palace can like 
Palace have Zaha, Palace have other attacking prowesses. They can score the goals. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. But I'm going to take a 3-1. And then Everton versus Watford. Ed, do you want to take that one? That's a stinky game. Okay. I'm going to say... You know what? I'm going to push this bow out a little bit. I'm going to say 2-1 Watford. Scrappy-ass game. So I What? Could, uh, 2-1 Watford. Um, here's why. I think Everton are deceptively bad. I don't think they're an amazing team at all, to be honest. I agree um, with you. They just don't I'm, really have like anyone. Yeah, and I think Watford with... I do think Re- Watford do have quality, and I think Ranieri's first proper game... I, I'm not counting. Liverpool wasn't a proper game. No, it was not. It was not a proper game. That was so unfortunate for Ranieri. He got introduced like like a few days before he had to fucking face Liverpool. Of course, they battered him. Yeah. Yeah. So the for end that reason, of the game was saying, pretty like good looking though. They got chances and they started to play pretty cohesively. Like the end. Yeah. I think Watford. To be honest, I I think they're definitely getting relegated, but they're a much better team than Norwich. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think they could get a result. I, yeah, I'll say two one. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd I'd like to see it happen. I'm willing it into yeah. existence. Even though we were just talking shit about Everton, I'm s- just because they're home. Yeah, I'm probably going to take it two one Everton. I'm probably just going to take the safe route. I was thinking about taking a draw here, but I don't see Watford scoring two, which is I see a one one draw here. You see one one. Okay. I see a one one draw here. And then what about you, Pat? Uh, I think we're we're all going to have different uh, results here. I'm, I'm going to say one nil Everton. I think I think Richarlison comes back this game um, because that. Oh God, their their injury luck has been crazy. Did you hear that? Yeah. Ducore, like their only fit good player, just broke his foot out of nowhere. What? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a broken foot. <laughs> what the Holy fuck? Shit. Um, so. I'm gonna say, I'm, but I'm still gonna say one nil, one nil Everton and Richardson right. scores. Yeah, and and they're just like, yo, yeah, uh, Hamas, bye. But whatever. <laughs> uh, that's just my opinion. Um, <laughs> well, I think Leeds versus Wolves. Leeds. Ah, who wants to take this one? I can take this one. Go on. I'm gonna take Wolves two one. I like that. Ooh, yeah. I'm gonna say I'll... two two. I like the way Wolves I think been both playing these teams are, are very well matched. You do, yeah. I I feel like they are really well matched. I, I'm I'm taking that one too. I'm taking it too too. Leeds versus Wolves, just because I think Leeds does have the counterattacking prowess to be able to put goals against Wolves because Wolves' defense is not very great. But Wolves has been showing with Jimenez that they can put up goals too. So I do think it's going to be a close one. Ooh, can I change my answer actually? Sure. I'm thinking about it. I think Wolves are actually right now are a much better side. I think oh, it's be three one, three one Wolves. You, you bastard! I, I, you got it there before <laughs> me. That was good. Oh, I was gonna say three 0 Wolves. Three nil. Oh, Wolves. Right, I'm, I'm going for a blowout. Yeah, I just, I just think um, Leeds two uh, 0 <sighs> two 0 Wolves. Okay, okay. Because uh, you, you mentioned Leeds, and then I was like, run a form. And it's probably worse than any team in the Prem right now, besides Norwich. Oh yeah, definitely. 
they're, they're creeping. I, I think they'll be fine, but they're creeping towards danger zone, you know? Yeah, yep. for real. It's so weird. Second season syndrome, I guess. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then um, Brighton's just like, clap, clap, clap. Time to <laughs> actually be like a top club. <laughs> Yo, Southampton, uh, Burnley. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, oh. my prediction. My prediction is that I'm not going to be watching that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to take Southampton over Burnley because Burnley is also one of the. Uh, I'll take a draw. Fuck it, one one. No, no. I know even my prediction's boring. But I'm I'm going to say nil nil. I just yeah, don't think I, anything I, I, gonna I just I just like whispered will nil nil into my mic. <laughs> I I think this might be the most nil nil game to ever have been played. <laughs> Have you guys heard of a, a show in the UK? It's like wildly popular in the UK. I'm not sure how it's received mm-hmm. overseas called Match of the Day. No. So it's like oh, a roundup wow. show every Saturday and Sunday night of all the games. And they like chronologically show the games in order of which one was the best. Wait, I think bingo, the bingo, bingo game, they won't about... even show it. Yeah, <laughs> it won't bother. <laughs> so, so let, let's, I know this is a quick, a quick tangent, but yeah, match of the day is like it's how everyone I have ever met has got into football. Um, <laughs> it was, it was my childhood. It was one of the only shows I was allowed to stay up late for, um, and it's been going since about 1960 or something. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's a proper British like institution, um, and there's a big every single week. Uh, there's a big debate about which game will be shown in which order. No one wants to be shown last on match of the day because it meant your game sucked. And every <laughs> si- every single week it's Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you guys, even if if Liverpool United was a nil nil draw, I promise you it's getting shown first, irrespective. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a, a bit of a crime, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, so, Brighton versus Shitty. <laughs> always uh, always happy to heap slander on city's name i love that yeah exactly so much. when you buy yourself wins but... <laughs> so carl what big number and little number are you choosing uh i'm trying to think if i want to do zero or one for brighton and then for man city it's probably four um okay Hmm. This is quite a tricky one, to be fair. Um, the podcast on our podcast, I'm I'm such a huge fan of Brian and um, yeah. and Graham Potter. I think he's one of the best managers in the league right now with what he's doing with his he's team. He's really doing. He's doing what um what uh, West Ham was able to do last year. Yeah, definitely. It's like West Ham, but it's such a you read a stuff about style, it. It's such yeah. a, modernized like it's so data driven it's so mm. like creating overloads it's, it's attacking modern play i really really like it and yeah. from a podcast sense personally i think there's a bit of a me versus ed tug of war as to who who wants to get potter after our manager is inevitably sacked <laughs> yeah. um, i i see i want him at arsenal so badly yeah me and pat channeling uh channeling <laughs> snape out here wanting to get potter Jesus <laughs> that's that was poor. Can we cut that? Oh, come on, give me something. Come on. <laughs> we can either... Um, I'm not going to cut it. I'm more just going to hit him with this. <laughs> you, got, yeah. you got hit with the soundboard, Ed. How do you feel? Oh. 
<laughs> I, I love this thing. It, it's so much fun. Do you have sort of a wah, 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 wah. I don't. I should. It's just like the one thing that he needs to. Like, he has all these <laughs> other shits, and it's like the, the basic sound effects he just doesn't have. Yeah. I think um, the slide whistle would have been good there. Oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I got I to gotta get some of those. You did the DLC. <laughs> I, just, I, I just download them online and then just load them into a voice mod app and then put that onto my stream deck and then I'm chilling. Ed, we gotta steal this. This is gold. Yeah, no, we, we gotta get a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you every time. if you guys ever want like help in terms of the tech and setting stuff up, I'm happy to help. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh, de- yeah. Definitely, I'd love I'd love some uh, I'd love yeah. a soundboard person. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're fun. I, um, I finally decided three one city. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> good segue back in. Um, I I'm gonna run with that too. Unoriginal, but three one city. Just because uh, it's city and yeah, I think I think um I love Brian. They're fantastic. Oh, who's at home? Who's at home? Uh, Brian. Brian. Oh, okay. Um, that's changed my answer. If it was City at home, I think it's just nailed on 5 0. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so nailed on. These, these small teams love rolling over and letting, letting City tickle, tickle their bellies. Um, but I, if, if Bryson are at home, I'm going to say 2 0 City. 2 0 City, okay. Oh, yeah, I agree with you, Pet. Um, I think the game will be like. I don't know, it, with Brighton. City is, is like their vice, I do think. Brighton coming yeah. up against the Man United or an Arsenal, I'd say Brighton draw maybe, but utterly dominate the game. Because yeah, exactly. similar sort of style, I just see like City, because City just do the style better, they've got better players. Exactly. And Brighton will, will honourably lose 2-0. I, I, like, I'll give them a goal, that's why I'm giving it 3-1, but same score differential. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, Brentford Leicester. Ooh. I, go... I think is this our first truly could go either way type of game? Uh yeah, the the last three, but like Liverpool Man U, we know. But like whatever, like the last two then. Yeah. Not you, Southampton Burnley could go either way. I just don't think any of them. Bo- yeah, but this is that's in a boring <laughs> yeah, way. <exactly. laughs> Who gives a shit? I also um... kind of truly think Arsenal and Villa could go either way, but Oh man, let's 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 <laughs> let's let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you beating the dead horse, bro? Yeah, bygones be bygones, and, all, and other cliches. I'm evil. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so who are you guys taking? Because I don't want to go first on this one. I don't this is go the hardest either. one. I'm gonna stick my neck out. I'm gonna stick my neck out, and I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna say a convincing Brentford win. I'm gonna say three three one Brentford. 3-1 Brentford. Oh, after, after um, Leicester just beat United like that? Yeah, yeah well, yeah, United, United let anyone sort of do that, you know. <laughs> Man, you I, just let up two goals in the first half yesterday. <laughs> I'm, more, I'm, more, I'm more talking about having the momentum from a 4-2 win with two late goals. Doesn't matter yeah, who I, you do that against. That is a, that is a good point, but I think... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I do. I do think Leicester have been very fraudulent this season. That's kind uh, of fair. Who else had performances like that? West Ham. 
you know what happened after that? <laughs> that. That's fair. Well, Sam was like, 4 0, 4 0, 4 0. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. See, I, see, I see Brentford 2 1, but on a late winner. Oh, okay, okay. A bit of drama. Okay. I just, they, they, it seems like they have been getting late winners or late yeah, equalizers recently. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I, if I had to call it, I think, regardless, I think it'd be a great game. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be 3 2 Brent. 3 2 Leicester, I'm going to go for. 3 2 Leicester. Um, but, like, I don't know what we'll see. You call it like a ding dong game. Is that the right expression, Pat? Where, like, it's one side scores, another side scores. Like, I it mean, just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's what like, do you guys I, call I, that? No, I think you made that up. I've never uh, heard that before. Is, 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 is Ranieri said that? Where did I get that from? Oh, that I can imagine Ranieri saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah scratch that. Come out. <laughs> just one, just one day of normal Barclays is all I ask for. <laughs> will, will never happen. I was. Like, oh, that's back that's in the fourth just, game. Yeah, just very quickly. Uh, this, this is this is so bizarre, and I think we've taken it for granted as like a, just a normal thing, but will probably sound weird to you guys. So, um. From like I don't know when it started, but until quite recently, the the Premier League was sponsored by Barclays, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not been the case for years, but universally, it's referred to as the Barclays. Um, it's so synonymous. Like the Premier League is the Barclays, no matter whether they're still sponsored by them or not. Um, and so I would just say, you know, oh, to Ed, you know, you're watching you're watching the Barclays tomorrow or whatever. Um, yeah, true. And I don't know. Uh, is, is, is there an is there an equivalent with that? In we say Prem. We say Prem. That's yeah, that's what, that's what Carl fair. And I say. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Like, we used to say that. We didn't. Weirdly enough, the, the strangest thing is we never actually used to say it was the Barclays when it actually was the Barclays. No, 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 no. It's, it's only been since. It's, it's, it's only been since. That's hysterical. <laughs> that's the funniest thing. Uh, Ed, just Ed. A side note. Uh, yeah. I have a local thing where it's for a bridge. So, like, there's a bridge, and the governor called it after himself. But after he called it after himself, it had to be known as its previous name. No, he, called, he named it after his. He didn't name it after himself. He named it after his dad. Yeah, but whatever. It's the same shit. It's the same name. <laughs> I mean, Why it's the you? Mario Mario Cuomo bridge, though. He didn't name it the fucking it's the Andrew. Same name. <laughs> The, the Mario arc- Bridge. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's still, sorry, it's still I, I, a Tappan Zee. It's the Tappan Zee. I imagine it the, used the to Mario just be bridge. the bridge, and now it's the, like, it used to be the TZ, still the TZ, but it's just the bridge. Like, I'm yeah, imagining that. the Mario Bridge is like that, one of them green pipes. <laughs> <laughs> to me, a Mario! Ed, you want to get the first pick on uh, Spurs West Ham? Wait, wait, wait. 2-2 uh, uh, Brentford Leicester. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Do I want the first pick? I don't really. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to lose uh, 2-1. Uh, 2-1 West Ham. I'm not confident at all. <laughs> Damn. Um, I'm going to take this game. I think this is probably going to be one of the best games of the weekend, but I'm going to take it 3-2 West Ham because I think it's going to be like a late winner. I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. See, I'm going to push. the. So, so this is what I'd call an insurance. This is like an insurance bet, basically, because okay. uh, I'm going to say Tottenham are going to win. 
so that if they do win, I at least got something right. Fuck you. <laughs> so I obviously want West Ham, West Ham to win desperately, and I, I sneakily think they will. Your main issue say, right there is that if there's a draw, you don't get I, any points I, I, it's just It's just lose lose, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Spurs one nil. Okay, okay. Carl, I'm yeah. gonna let you go first on this one because you're the home team. Fucking bitch. <laughs> um. I have to say that man you wins. Score? Like I I have to say man you wins. Score? Because I'm a fan. I have to. No, it doesn't work like that, bro. You didn't have to Yeah, me, me, me I and didn't, didn't get that memo. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, I, I have Ronaldo. I have to say we win every he, game. He he genu- he genuinely thinks they can win. Like I genuinely <laughs> think they can win. We have Ronaldo. We can win any game against any team. He's deluded. <laughs> um, Ollie, Ollie on the line. Yeah, exactly. That, that's also gonna win. Ollie on the line, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm going to take it. It's also home. Like, yeah. But we're shit at home. Old, to- old toilet. Mold, Mold Trafford. <laughs> I'm taking it 3-1, man, you. I'm, ta- I'm taking it 3-1 Liverpool. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to put my fucking house on nil-nil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doubling down. Um, and also, just quickly on that note, so as as um, uh, non, non-British supporters of, you know, Man U Liverpool, uh, yeah. you probably won't know this, but United have a reputation for Old Trafford falling apart um, and it being a stinky, like lit- not, not in like an adjective way, in like an actually physically smells bad way um like i think um so yeah mold mold trafford old toilet <laughs> those, are, <laughs> those are those are some of the nicknames that it gets given <laughs> that's great i've never heard mold toilet before <laughs> <laughs> that's what my that's what my that's what my scouse friend calls it uh, so i don't know if he made it up but <laughs> jesus all right oh. And then, uh, Ed, what what you taking? Um, I think there's a couple factors at play here. Legacy on the line, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, exactly. That's got as you know, plus fifty percent to United's winning chances. If United were coming to this on good form, Liverpool three 0 No, no doubt about it. <laughs> I actually um, agree with you entirely. But. But so because they just got Liverpool smacked. Well. I'm hoping it's a great game. Like Liverpool playing well. Is it at Anfield? No, no. it's at Old Trafford. Trafford. Is it where? Give it its proper title, please. Okay, so Swamp. Mold Mold Toilet. You know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Th- no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say 2-1 Manchester United. Okay. There. Ronaldo BS. Yeah, Ollie's, Ollie's going to tell them to play, have extra fun out there. <laughs> yeah. Ollie's actually going to play this game. I don't know if you guys <laughs> knew this. <laughs> it's literally just going to be a throwback game. Um, jokes get on everyone. The, get the band back together. 
exactly. <laughs> old old Gavin chops in the dugout. Leo shows up. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guys, that, it, that, it, that, the whole thing. Yeah, that was all ten games. Uh, th- this was fun as hell. It was a it was a pleasure. I would love to do this again sometime. Um, for anybody listening on on our end, uh, go check out Pace and Power podcast because they're chill as all hell. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Yeah, thank you. We've had a great time. To... Yeah, it's been great. We'll do, we'll do definitely do a return leg. Uh, um, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. And from their end, uh, we're the High Kicks podcast. Go check us out. Hundred percent. Great stuff. We will catch our our listeners next week and. I'm I'm hoping that we can keep some kind of talking going because this was fun. You guys seem really cool. Yeah, catch catch you guys later. Adios. Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, later. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.